welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're talking about getting to the important stuff. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great, too. Excellent. Well, I am excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. It comes from a, a listener. The topic was prompted by one of our listeners. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Janine Ray Willis. She says hi from another Janine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she says that she gets distracted when she's trying to accomplish bigger and more important goals. Um, in the house, it will be something I notice that's dirty or imperfections in the paint. At work, I start down a similar type of rabbit hole. Result is I do way more puttering and not enough marking the big things off my list. Yeah, I think she's not alone, huh? I think not. Uh, I, I, um, we've talked about this before, but I notice it while we're in the middle of uh, National Novel Writing Month and, and I need to write my words and and suddenly the grout that's like sort of coming out behind the sink needs to be fixed immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And uh, it's it's really easy to, even just like walking from the kitchen to my home office to find things that, prevent me from getting to my home office in a timely right. manner to get the less interesting work done or uh, maybe not even less interesting but but more important uh, work done when little things jump out at me yeah well and I think there are a couple of reasons why that happens uh, one of them I think is that um, you there's a there's a quicker feeling of accomplishment in finishing little things Right. You know, like when, and and it's, ironically, I don't want to clean any other time, but boy, it feels good to, you know, clean something when I have something else I need to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's like you get that sort of instant gratification Mm -hmm. that um, you, you might not get from a bigger project or something that feels more important that you aren't sure that you're going to be able to do the way you want to do it. Or how about those things that are important, um, and all, but they're they might not be important for your livelihood, or even for your family harmony, but they're important for your personal development or something that you want to learn. That you like, I still want to learn American Sign Language, and I've barely oh. done anything toward that. Right? It's just not hasn't been yeah. happening. Yeah, because I have things like so many yeah. other things. Well, the, you know. Yeah, you you are writing a novel right now. Oh yeah, that's so. we have a month long excuse <laughs> for all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, so you know, come December, 
if it still really matters to you, then that might be a different story. But I think you get a pass for the rest of this month. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> just here to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, like for you and I right now, um, and you and me, excuse me, writing a novel is our priority this month. And right. uh, we publicly said we're going to do it, and darn it, we're, we're going to do it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and we're carving out the time for it. Because right. it's important to us, right? So how can right. we... I wonder, make other things. How can I make learning ASL be the priority that I've made writing the novel this month, I wonder? Well, you know, one of the things that makes it easy if you decide to commit to it, uh, writing a novel in a month, it, uh, that was a very convoluted sentence. Um, what, <laughs> but the, the things that are in place that make it easier to commit to it and do it is that there are other people doing it and there is there is this it's manufactured but there is this um sense of urgency like you mm -hmm. you need to do it in a month well that's and, what the whole challenge is right right but yeah. but you don't have those kinds of um constraints with asl right and you're making me realize that um Perhaps what I need to do is find somebody else who also wants to learn ASL. Who Finding a buddy with. is a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. And we could practice on each other. Yeah. <laughs> and also there there may be, you know, an app or something. I'm still chugging along on my Portuguese Duolingo. In fact, I think Duolingo has ASL now. Oh, cool. Because there definitely are uh, apps. You, may, you inspired me earlier in another recording of another mm -hmm. episode a long time ago to see if there were and I think there were uh, but Duolingo sounds great I'll look for that how exciting yeah but it, that is a great way to um, on you know you're you're technically you're just doing it by yourself you don't have a specific person you're doing it with but they set it up in such a way that you don't feel like you're doing it on your own you know there's a community around you you may not actually interact with anyone but it does sort of give you that different feeling of of being a part of something bigger and it gives you a framework to know that you've done enough for the day like i mine the way i have my duolingo set up is it really only takes me, They it's XP, you have to earn it. You pick the amount of XP experience points that you want to earn to consider being done for the day. Mm -hmm. And I have the lowest level. And so it usually takes me only about five minutes. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to get more serious about it, I could increase that. And, right. you know, it would maybe take me 15 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that, and that reminds me that I just the other day I said to somebody, we were working, it was one of my team members, and my watch told me that I'd, I'd gotten my um, steps in for the day or burned oh, my calories, uh -huh. whatever that ring is on the right. activity app. And she's like, oh, that's great. And I said, would you like to know the secret to my success in uh, achieving my exercise goal every day, almost every day? She said, sure. You know, she was all ready for some wisdom. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I said... I set my goal really low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. I get that little, I mean, I get that little uh, feeling of accomplishment every day because my goal is so low. It might be time to raise it. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's something to be said for that when you're building a habit to start. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and yes, yeah, the, to, to make it achievable and to feel ridiculously easy um, and acknowledge that it still counts, it's a great way to get started. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, that's a little bit at what the Janine, the listener, was getting at and how she gets distracted by other things is that, you know, when you have these um, bigger projects or more important stuff, if it's not clearly defined what success, even incremental success looks like, it can definitely be more difficult to get started. Absolutely. Yeah, that's this is really it's really helpful to me my thinking because I have some business related things that I have been trying to get to all year that don't have a deadline could have Mm -hmm. some great like financial implications for me if I would do them and I have not (laughs) been but I've been so busy with the day-to-day running of the business um, and the blogging and all that stuff that I just keep putting off it's on my list all the time and just thinking about strategies for elevating it to the top of my list and uh, is really helpful to me. So I'm so glad, Janine Rave Willis, that you brought this up. Uh, Janine yeah. Adams is going to benefit from this. But, <laughs> but identifying, it seems like a great first step, is identifying the goal and the step, the steps, of course, and then also the, the interim goals and the, um, the successes to build into it so it doesn't feel like this amorphous thing. Right. Right. And it can look different based on whether you're wanting to create, you know, gain a new skill, create a new habit, um, or actually, you know, complete a project. So, you know, like with your hand lettering or my cartooning, I'm, I'm gaining a skill, but I'm also wanting to create a practice where I'm mm-hmm. doing something creative every day. So, um, I have assignments and my commitment to myself is to um, complete those assignments, even if what I end up doing is not as great as I think it could be, mm-hmm. um, but to finish them. Well, I just got to say that what I see that you posting on Facebook, because I know part of your assignment is that you're required to post this stuff, and those of us who are your Facebook friends benefit by getting a look at it. It seems like everything I see looks amazing. I think you're, I think, I just think it's terrific that you're doing this. And uh, it's impressive to me. Yeah. And it sounds like you're enjoying it. I am. It is. It's a lot of fun. There's definitely some frustration in it. Um, it's it's an interesting process when I can see what something is supposed to look like and I can see why mine doesn't look like that but I can't figure out how to make it work <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's an interesting challenge to have to overcome like because it's all mental really mm-hmm. um, you know it's I, what I'm doing is absolutely good enough mm-hmm. and in many cases, I am really pleased with what I've done. Um, but, you know, there's no sense in getting frustrated about it. Right. Help, help remind me, how long is the class? Six months? Six months. It goes through, uh, goes into March. So you've been at it less than three months, right? Um, I We started in August. 
So if you started in early August, you've been at it about three months. Yeah, I think I think it's kept coming around three months. Well, the so we're at assignment. This is week eleven, and we had a one week, or this is our assignment eleven, and we had a one week break. So yeah, we're at twelve weeks since we started. Right. So um, I'm sure that your standards will shift by the time you're through. Um, they probably <laughs> have already shifted from the time you started, right? Into what yes. what felt like an accomplishment in terms of cartooning. Um, so it's a fun from the outside. It's a fun process to watch, and I uh, I think. Well, I, whenever I see what you've done, I think I couldn't do that. No way. <laughs> uh, so I it's just... Well, and you, and, I don't, and moreover, I don't want to do it. So don't even right. tell me I could if I wanted to. I mean, you could no. do that, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it doesn't matter. But it, I think people who who are interested in it but think they couldn't do it, they'd be really surprised because there, there's, there's definitely a teachable skill. Hmm. Um. The, the woman who teaches the course now, she started as a student in the very first iteration of the course, and she has shared some of her drawings, and they are not great. <laughs> I mean, she openly acknowledges it. She's like, you know, we recently we drew, um, we copied Pink Panthers um, to to learn about like longer lines and which are really it's really hard to do a a long smooth line whether it's curved or straight or whatever um anyway so she shared her very first efforts at it she's like i just want you to know that it doesn't matter where you start you can improve (laughs) 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 um but the the other thing that it, I think is really valuable is that this is important to me, but it's not important important in the whole scheme of things. You know, even if I go on to use this in my work or whatever, it's not critical. It's not urgent. Um, and so find, you know, really deciding to take the time to do it was on me. There's no reason I have to do this. Right, and part of the way you um, elevated the it as a priority is by spending some money on the class and making yes. a commitment to the, cl- to the class and to the finan- time and financial commitment um, so that you, you don't, still don't have to do it. It's totally up to you, but when right. you put down... And there money, are plenty of people who um, have you know sort of stopped oh yeah showing up um so you know it's not unheard of but yeah it's still it's still important to me and i've and um the as i get older somehow the commitment to myself seems to be a bigger part of what keeps me doing something Mm mm-hmm um, and understanding why it is important to me. And uh, we talked about this in last episode about NaNoWriMo, but the, you know, like my discovery that um, when I first sat down to start writing in the month, I was showing up because I said I was going to do it and I felt like I needed to then do it since we talked about, you know, we committed to it on the podcast. Um, and that made it feel really hard, but 
when I sat down and started writing and realized I wanted to tell this story, I wanted to write this story down, then it felt very different. Um, so understanding that motivation and, and for, for me now, having more of an intrinsic motivation or at least starts as, a, as an intrinsic motivation, it feels like an easier way for me to stick to something. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong, like I love getting complimented on my cartooning, but <laughs> it's far more important <laughs> for me to do it because I, I want to learn how to do this. I mean, that keeps right. me doing yeah, yeah. it more than people saying nice things about it. Right. Or more than you're having told people you were doing it. So you're, darn it, you're going to finish it because uh, you right. started it and people know about it. But it's not that. It's about your, it's about your uh, commitment that you made to yourself. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that a bit that way about NaNoWriMo. Like the first time he, when you and I did it way back in the day, uh, we wasn't. It was not even in November. We weren't talking to anybody about it. We did it mm-hmm. for ourselves and each other, I suppose. Or we encouraged one right. another. But uh, yeah. So so it all depends, I suppose, on how one is wired. Um, and you know, according to Gretchen Rubin's um, framework of the four tendencies, I'm an upholder, and so I care about both internal and external. Uh, uh, accountability. Um, so for me, uh, maybe when I'm, I think it probably when I'm working on my goals for 2020, um, I'm going to try to build those things in and figure out maybe some strategies for achieving them based on uh, my own accountability, but also what I tell others. And this, who knows, this yeah. podcast might become a good uh, help to me. Yeah. As long as we write down the things we commit to in our Evernote note. Right, because we can never <laughs> remember them. But, I, yeah, big stuff it seems like I'd remember. But, yeah, I can't count on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, I think that's one of the hurdles of getting, you know, that's another hurdle of getting to the important stuff is is understanding your commitment, why it's important to you. Um, and I feel like there was something else we talked about before we started recording. Well, we talked about not letting um, that thing that's important take a back seat to the daily stuff right oh right yeah so that uh, i think we've talked about this before but the eisenhower matrix Mm -hmm, we have where um and i think didn't you didn't you draw one and we put it in the the show notes very poor job of drawing (laughs) but the 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 reason i bring it up because it's it's four quadrants and um and the quadrant that often gets left behind is important but not urgent Mm -hmm. and usually that the urgent one whether it's important or not important seems to take precedence and so one of the ways that you can um, create the space for doing something that is important to you but not urgent is to do less of those things that you identify as not important whether they're urgent or not Mm -hmm. um and to 
to really schedule it in. You know, if if you were just going to wait to, you know, learn ASL when you have time, it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. Right, because who has time? Like, there right. is, maybe if I ever retire, then I'll have time. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you, so, I, your description of the Eisenhower Matrix just now was very impressive. So eloquent. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Like the way you put, well, it wasn't, mis- yeah, the way you, yeah, I was impressed with the word, with the words, just saying. Oh, good. Because it, <laughs> it's, it's a little hard to do by memory without yeah. looking at it. <laughs> I know. And you didn't hesitate or anything, but it was, I mean, you didn't fully describe it because that's what you didn't need to, but what you said was great. I was just, oh, just wanted good. to mention that because I was impressed. Thank you. So people might want to rewind and listen again because it was really great. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't notice. All <laughs> well, maybe we can, um, uh, well, we'll put it, we'll, we'll put another example or the same example. No, no, I'll draw in the one. show notes. Okay, right. good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can add right. a cartoon to it. How about that? Yeah. I'll draw it and then you cartoon it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, I saw um, I saw the pictures of your calendar in on Facebook with your cartoons added to your calendar, and it blew my mind. So you can do that to the Eisenhower Matrix. Yeah, I can yeah. I can probably figure something out. And you'll notice that um, we happen to be recording in uh, at the time where I drew a cartoon of some cartwheeling having fun. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I did not notice that, and I love that. <laughs> wow. This is fun. That's, exactly. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, oh I, I mean, I don't know. I, I shouldn't spring things like that on you. But if you could do that to our illustration of the Eisenhower Matrix, I'll make the letters look good, and you put uh-huh. cartoons in. Ah, oh, that would be fantastic. I would love well, that. That would be fun. Okay. I, I will no, no definitely... <laughs> I will I I will happily do it. And yeah. and yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Okay. Um uh but yeah, so I think those are sort of the main things. Oh, and and we haven't said it we haven't really emphasized it, but knowing why the important stuff is important to you. Haha, <laughs> we always said helps. that in a little while. Yeah. I yeah. know. Oh my gosh, yes, always helps to know why something's important to you. Yeah. Um, and that, and and I feel like it's also really important to just briefly talk about the idea of, of making the decision to do something and committing to it. And that it's really easy to say that we're gonna do things that we're not fully committed to and then you feel bad about not really doing them when, you know, in fact, you weren't really committed. So I would like to encourage people to, you know, maybe keep things on a someday list or something like that until they're ready to really commit to it Mm -hmm. and that it doesn't get moved to the front burner until you're ready to take action on it. That's great advice. Very good. And also, you know, even when you is we are ready to take take action and it is on the front burner, let go of 
uh, the idea that whatever it is has to be perfect or has to be perfectly yes. executed in order to be successful. Yeah. Oh, and that reminds me of the one other thing that we wanted to talk about, which is that it's really easy to feel like you have to get everything else in order um, before you can embark on something that is important to you, but not urgent. Or, you know, like you said, the the things that um, maybe don't necessarily make a difference in your work or your family life or something like that but something that you you just want to do for yourself mm-hmm. it's really easy for those things to um to feel like you don't have time for those things that you can't spend time on them if you know your house is cluttered or um you're you know i i don't know like you need to get in shape for you know i mean like i'm thinking mm-hmm. about these things that people like end up feeling our obstacles for doing other things like oh well i can't do that until i do this other thing oh yeah well with my clients it's it's uh, for many people or my readers on my blog you know staying home i have to stay home and get organized i can't right do anything else except then that that's too that's hard and so that doesn't happen and it's just sad um so yeah. yeah those all your ducks do not have to be in a row in order for you to do something for yourself for your own personal uh joy or development no and ironically if you do things for your own personal joy and development doing those other things that feel a little bit more difficult or not fun become easier to do mm-hmm <laughs> yes I think you're right about that. Yeah. Like, it's much easier for me to um, pay my bills when I've already had fun doing some cartooning. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, it just feels sort of easier to to keep up with other things when I have success doing this. Mm -hmm. And it it feels good to do things, I think, to do things for yourself. You know, it feels mm-hmm. good to spend time doing things I enjoy or spend time um, on the hobbies or activities that I feel are helping others or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we just finished a big pro bono community service project. I think everybody on that team, organizing team, feels very good. And um, and while we're tired, we're energized. <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> glad we took the time to do it. Uh, That's such a wonderful thing. Yeah, so we can take time, and then all the other stuff will get done, even though it yeah. took, we took all these hours out to help uh, part of our community. So, yeah, yeah, the important stuff is important, and putting it on the back burner is not serving uh, you or anybody. That's right. That's right. Well, so thank you again. Janine Ray Willis for asking that question and we would like to hear from the rest of you what questions do you have for us Uh, what topics would you like us to cover you can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE that's 4843 you can uh, leave a comment in the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at getting to good enough or on Twitter at GTG enough. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. 
and Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. already starting to think of little fun cartoons to put on our Eisenhower matrix. Excellent. (laughs) Can't wait.